This is the Big Pond. A pretzel was always something special. It was great when in school you had a pretzel for the break, not merely a sandwich, but a pretzel. It has no borders. It has no religion. Everyone loves a pretzel. Even a child who can't maybe even speak yet can eat a pretzel. They love it. I especially like that it's crunchy on the outside and soft on the inside, and that it has that special taste that comes from the washing soda. A pretzel is best when it comes fresh from the oven with butter and chives. Then you can never get enough. Many mothers take a pretzel as food for lunch, or they pick up their children from kindergarten in the evening, and on the way home, they stop to buy a pretzel. A small bakery in the Schöneberg district of the German capital, Berlin. It's called Pretzel Berlin, and here you can find pretzels in all possible variations. Owner Markus Müller is fascinated by the intertwined pastry. For me, a pretzel is something that I can produce in many different forms. I produce 33 different types of pretzels here. It starts with cheese pretzels, pumpkin seed pretzels, pretzels with chili con carne, jalapeno pretzels, cheese and bacon pretzels, pretzels with chives, butter, cream, cheese, rocket. Markus Müller is a cheerful man with a broad smile. For many years, pretzels have been at the center of his life, and not only since he opened his café in Berlin-Schöneberg. Before that, he was managing director at Pretzel Company, an enterprise specializing in producing pretzels. A wonderful job, he says. But still, he is happier in his cafe. Now I have three employees and I'm here every day. If I'm not here, it's because I'm ill. I have contact with my customers, which is very important for me. I feel the need to be on the front line. Marcus Muller is still connected to his former enterprise, the Pretzel Company, which recently changed its name to Pretzel Manufacturer. Muller gets the dough pieces from them and finishes the pretzels in his bakery. Pretzel Manufacturer is just about the only company that can produce so many pretzels. They cater for every soccer game, every big event, every street fair, and I'm rather happy that I don't have to do it any longer. I can concentrate on my cafe. I can make sure that we serve the highest quality pretzels, that we don't have too much stress, and the biggest advantage is that I can bake fresh pretzels every hour. The pretzels that Marcus Müller sells to his customers are produced in the Berlin district of Neukölln. Here is the production hall of pretzel manufacture, a company now completely in Turkish hands. But how do Turkish businessmen deal with such a thoroughly German pastry? It just happened, says Kursat Bayram, 
one of the managers of pretzel manufacturer. We just carried on with it as it had always been. We didn't change much. It's business. It was an opportunity. And so we took over the company. And people are very happy. Even our old customers who've been buying pretzels here for 20 years or more have told us that it's just such good luck that we're here. So things are going well. The original pretzel is made from flour, yeast, salt, oil, some special malt, and water. That's the whole secret. These ingredients are kneaded in a machine called a kneader. Here we have a device for the water. It automatically measures the water and sets the temperature. While kneading the dough, it gradually adds water. The pretzel dough is well kneaded. A really simple recipe, says Kurset Bayram. That is all. Also, really simple. But even a simple recipe can always be improved. For example, with the help of music. This is what North Bavarian baker and rock musician Axel Schmidt is experimenting with. I'm a musician, and therefore it was obvious to bring together my two interests, baking and music. Music consists of sound waves, similar to compression waves, and so I thought it could have some influence on the dough. And then I started researching. Axel Schmidt, a fair guy with a goatee, is not merely a baker, but a bread sommelier, employing about 50 staff members in his five stores. While working with the dough, he loves to listen to rock and roll. Axel Schmidt found out that this piped music did indeed change the quality of the pretzel dough. There are big sound waves, humming sounds that you feel in your stomach. And then there are ultrasound waves that are really tiny and that we cannot even hear. The dough feels it. And on this ultrasound frequency, the dough mixture starts to swing. This leads to changes in the degree of acidity, and the taste would be a little bit different. But can you really taste such tiny differences in a pretzel? Yes, says Axel Schmidt. The dough will become a bit more tasty, a bit more sour. You can regulate the acidity that is responsible for the taste. In general, music regulates the taste and creates small nuances. In the production hall of pretzel manufacture in Berlin-Neukölln, the pretzel dough is not musically entertained. After it has been well kneaded, another machine measures the necessary amount of dough, around 100 grams, 3.5 ounces, for an average pretzel, Corset Bayam explains. The dough is taken out of the kneading machine by hand with a knife, and then the pieces are put into the dough splitting machine. Here we work semi-automatically. Halb-automatisch. 
Piece by piece, the machine splits the dough and throws it out. At this point, it's just a piece of dough, but now it takes on the typical form of a pretzel. This is also done with the help of a machine. The dough falls into this machine, where there's a roller that rolls the dough and makes sure that the ends are flat. And here we see that the vacuum cups take the end of this dough roll and shape it into a pretzel. Indeed, one pretzel after the other comes out of the machine, only from time to time it does not work properly. Then the baker has to loop it himself. He's very fast. This is the looping to throw the dough into the air and turn it. the form that makes the pretzel so unique, a form that has existed for centuries. Its origins are unknown, but there are many legends about how the form of the pretzel came into being. Bavarian journalist Barbara Kussler has written a book about the pretzel and knows the sagas. If you ask about today's pretzel form, there have been lots of assumptions, but there is an especially wonderful story that it comes from monks who crossed their arms while praying. It looks a bit like a pretzel, and the pretzel comes from regions with many monasteries. In the state of Baden-Württemberg, in the southwestern part of Germany, there is a whole museum dealing with the pretzel, its history and its forms of appearance. Director Sonja Hart knows a different story about how the pretzel came into being. Here in Swabia, we have the story of a baker called Frieda who had mixed something rotten into the flour for his duke. Because of this, he was sentenced to death. But the duke granted him a reprieve. Within three days, he had to invent a pastry that let the sun shine through in three places. And he got his inspiration from the guard and from his wife, because they stood there with their arms crossed. And so these crossed arms, this embrace, was formed into a pretzel. Through the centuries, the form of the pretzel has changed again and again. Sometimes it was a ring with crossed ends. Sometimes it was a triangular or had a form of a heart. Today, the forms of the pretzel are still different in different regions. There is the Swabian pretzel, where the arms are very thin and the belly is a bit bigger and has to be white, so the dough is cut to make the white part show through. In Bavaria, the arms are a bit bigger and the dough is not cut, rather it springs open after being baked. In the region of Baden, the arms are folded in a different way. In Alsace, very often the arms are not knotted at all, but just placed one above the other. And in the USA, the pretzel is similar to the Bavarian form, with bigger arms.
Even today, there are still intense discussions about the form of the pretzel, and some of them turn out to be real quarrels, as writer Barbara Kussler found out. Just now there is a patent dispute going on because somebody invented a pretzel form that unfortunately already existed 200 years ago. There are so many different forms that it's really difficult to invent a new one. In the production hall of pretzel manufacturer in Berlin, the pretzels already look like pretzels. Now they are on their way into the cooking chamber, as manager Kursat Bayam explains. Some people ferment the dough in a bowl at the very beginning, but here we do it differently. When the dough is formed into a pretzel, it's fermented in the cooking chamber. The temperature inside is important. It's a bit like a sauna, and this speeds up the fermentation process. 45 minutes later, the pretzels are fermented. Now it's time for the most important step of all, which gives the pretzel its unique taste, the application of the lye. The lye is key for the pretzel. All the other steps could be done at home just as well, but the application of the lye is the true art of making pretzels. The application of the lye is done automatically to make sure that all pretzels are doused equally. The pretzels are placed here on a cloth. The baking tray is taken away, and here you see a liquid. That's the lye. The goal is to apply the lye equally, and when we push this button here, the cloth is pulled away. On the other side, there's an empty baking tray, and the pretzels, doused in lye, will be placed on this empty baking tray. The lye is the most important ingredient in the whole process of baking pretzels. It makes sure that the pretzels become browned and delicious. If you don't apply the lye, then you get just a pale piece of bread, like white bread, looking rather uninteresting. Only the lye guarantees the brownish color. Lye, also called washing soda, in former days nothing more than a cleaning agent and so very unusual as a baking ingredient. The legend of the baker who had to invent a pastry with three holes to avoid being executed also explains how the lye came into the recipe. As writer Barbara Kussler explains, because the baker was very nervous, a mishap occurred. He was terribly anxious when he bumped into the baking tray with the freshly baked pastries and they all fell into the washing soda. He started screaming, oh my God, it's all ruined. But his wife, very down to earth as women are, said, put it into the stove again so it will dry there and then we'll go to the Duke's castle. That's what they did and the Duke was absolutely enthusiastic. He tried the pastry and said, never have I tasted anything like this before, it's wonderful. And so, of course, the baker was not executed, and that's how the pretzel with lye came into being. Washing soda on a pastry. 
That sounds a bit dangerous. But nutritionist Isabel Rohn from Potsdam University near Berlin can allay these fears. In fact, it's only sodium carbonate, which is not dangerous at all. It's just a kind of salt. Of course, nobody would drink lye, but the pretzel is only doused in the lye, and that gives it the brown color and has some influence on the taste as well, because the amino acids and the sugar in the dough react with the lye and result in what are called Maillard products. So we find these roasting flavors that we know from a lot of other foodstuffs also in the pretzel. But some pretzels don't need to be doused in lye. In northern Bavaria, the home of musical baker Axel Schmidt, a special variation of the pretzel is very common. It's called salted pretzel, without any lye. It's not as brown as the other pretzels, but rather has the golden color of a baguette. It's sprinkled with fine salt, not coarse salt, and it tasted a bit mild. But for the classical pretzel, lye is as necessary as flour or salt or yeast. An average pretzel has about 200 to 250 calories, significantly less than a hamburger from a fast food chain. From a nutritionist's point of view, a pretzel clearly outperforms a hamburger, says Isabel Rohn. Compared to a burger, a pretzel has a lot less grease. So you cannot call it junk food, though there are lots of healthier pastry variations. It can't compete with a whole grain bread, but compared to a burger, it's the better alternative. But what happens inside our body when we eat a pretzel? Most of all, the level of blood sugar goes up. The reason is the flour in the pretzel. Flour is rich in starch, and the enzymes break down the starch. That starts in the mouth. When you chew on a pretzel, you will suddenly notice a sweet taste, like with a normal white bread, and then the glucose will go into your blood very fast, which gives you an energy boost. Good for those who need fast energy, a pretzel eaten before an exam can be quite helpful. Athletes can benefit from a pretzel sprinkled with salt to balance the loss of salt while sweating. And even sick people can eat a pretzel without hesitation. If you catch the flu, people tell you to eat salty sticks. But a pretzel would be just as helpful because it has the same characteristics. The flu sufferer loses liquids and salt, and salt has to be replenished. Sure enough, real fans of the pretzel, like Bavarian writer and journalist Barbara Kussler, don't care if the pretzel is healthy or not. I eat something because I like it. If it's healthy as well, fine. But if it's only healthy but tastes horrible, nobody could persuade me to eat it. For me, that makes no sense. In the production hall of pretzel manufacture, all the pretzels have been equally doused in lye. Now they have to be sprinkled with toppings, explains manager Kursat Bayram. Here we have salt, cheese, pumpkin seed, depending on what we want to sprinkle on the pretzels. For pretzels with large grain salt or pumpkin seed, we don't sprinkle them, but press the seed or the salt into the dough. And now it's getting hot. 
The pretzels will go into the oven for 10 minutes at a temperature of 240 degrees Celsius. That's 464 degrees Fahrenheit. We cover them with another baking tray in order to keep the upper row from burning in the heat. Today, the pretzel is mostly just a quick snack. But in former days, the pretzel was seen as something magical. It was part not only of the sign of the Baker's Guild, but also of traditional customs in southern Germany, as journalist Barbara Kossler explains. In the old days, a woman who had given birth to a child would get a pretzel, and children got a pretzel on their first day at school. On some special days, young men would place a pretzel on the windowsill of their beloved, and as long as the pretzel did not mold, the girl was faithful to him. And if a young man wanted to take out a girl to dance, he would present the girl's mother with a string of pretzels to secure the date. Und hat damit dann dieses date erbettelt. Pretzels were not just any pastry. They were seen as something special. During the fasting period, they were given to the old and infirm. At banquets, they were served as a sign of friendship. Even today, they play an important role at Carnival in southern Germany. Sonja Hart director of the Pretzel Museum in Baden-Württemberg. In southern Germany, they still have the custom of giving pretzels away during carnival. People have long sticks with pretzels on them, and they present them to the audience. There is also an element of worship in this custom. It's about driving out winter, and also includes a form of reverence to the Lord. Musical baker Axel Schmidt from northern Bavaria remembers his childhood, when a pretzel was not just an everyday pastry. It was a pastry for New Year's Eve, baked to honor the New Year. Later, it was served on weekends. In my childhood, a pretzel was part of the typical weekend breakfast. And it was the same in the whole town. Every Saturday, people would eat salted pretzels and sausages. In the production hall of pretzel manufacturer in Berlin, the pretzels have been browned in the oven. Now, it's time to get them out. Manager Kursat Bayram is completely satisfied. This, he says, is the way perfect pretzels must be. Perfectly brown. That's the perfect pretzel. The is super. A unique pastry, especially for Kursat Bayram, who has Turkish roots. In Turkey, he says, the pretzel is not common. There are rings with sesame called simit, and the Turks often call the pretzel the German simit, but there's nothing like the pretzel in Turkey. Turkey is one of only a few countries that hasn't adopted the pretzel yet. The intertwined pastry is popular all over the world. If people don't find it in a bakery, they might at least know it from old paintings, 
as the director of the Pretzel Museum, Sonja Hart, explains. If you consider that the pretzel has been the sign of the Baker's Guild for more than 700 years, and if you keep in mind that wall paintings or wall ornaments often feature a pretzel, then it's no wonder that the pretzel is so common internationally. This international interest in pretzels is especially good for big enterprises like Swiss company group Valora. In 2012, Valora took over German pretzel bakery Ditch, based in the city of Mainz, in the German state of Rhineland-Palatinate. Now Ditch produces 120 million pretzels a year. Due to heavy demand, explains Swiss Ditch manager Thomas Eisler. The interest in pretzels is growing in Europe, as well as in Asia, in Japan, for example. Tokyo has the third largest Oktoberfest in the world, and the pretzel is always associated with the Oktoberfest. It is also taking hold in China. In Shanghai, it is now regarded as ethnic food. So it's still a small niche, but it's obvious that the interest in pretzels is growing internationally. Ditch is also represented in the United States as it took over the baker Pretzel Baron from Cincinnati in Ohio. Its general manager, Gary Gottenbusch, is a huge fan of the pretzel. One of my first memories of the pretzel was when I was a child holding a pretzel. And I just remember the joy of holding a pretzel. And, and I don't know why, the slippery in your mouth, the salt at the time, it was just very cool. It was emotional for me to go back to it. Gary Gottenbusch successfully completed an apprenticeship as a baker in Germany, where he learned how to form a pretzel. My master showed me the first twisted pretzel. He flew it up in the air and he actually connected it in the air and brought it down. And it was just a shock to me. Uh, how did he do that? It was like magic. So I decided that uh, I was going to learn how to make the pretzel. And, uh, and then actually looking at the Dietsch stores here in Germany in front of the train stations, the high traffic locations, the smell of a fresh baked pretzel when they walked out of, you know, you're in a busy day going somewhere, you don't have time to stop, and yet you have time to stop to get a pretzel. The pretzel that is the most common in the United States is similar to the Bavarian pretzel with slightly bigger arms. But there are many, many variations due to state and region. In the West Coast, they have a lot of cinnamon sugar product. Maybe it's a demographic, but still regionally in, in the East Coast, people prefer buying a salted pretzel on the street corner. And I was in North Carolina, actually, and somebody served me a pretzel from the deep fat fryer. And I was shocked. I looked at him and I said, why would you put it in a fryer? And the guy said, son, down here, if you fry it, they'll buy it. United States, in Europe, or in the Far East, in the North, and in the South, the pretzel is experiencing a triumphal moment. Children and adults love them, as do vegetarians and vegans, though vegans have to be a bit careful, as nutritionist Isabel Rohn from Potsdam University explains. Sometimes, bakers add lard or butter to the dough to make it smoother, and then the pretzel is not vegan anymore because of the animal fats. The pretzel is not automatically suitable for vegans. At company celebrations, soccer games, or street fairs, the pretzel is everywhere, brown and crunchy with intertwined arms. There are endless possibilities for experimenting, as Berlin baker Markus Müller knows. 
Ab und zu habe ich Brezeln mit Hähnchen Curry. Sometimes I have pretzels with chicken curry and pineapples or sweet pretzels with Nutella. You can do everything with the pretzel. It goes with almost every kind of food. That's the wonderful thing about it. Das ist das Schöne dran. Because in the end it's all about taste. And the taste is way beyond compare, says American baker Gary Gottenbusch. It's a different mouthfeel, it's a different experience. You have the snap of the arms of the pretzel, and then you have the soft belly of the pretzel. It's not like eating a bagel, it's not boring or white bread. It's fun food. It's a simple food at the same time. But the twist even makes it look more complicated. Wunderbar Together. You've been listening to The Big Pond, a series of dialogues between Germans and Americans, coming to you from PRX and the Goethe Institute.